Welcome to Weekly Bite Time with Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journey so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Was that a Welcome to Weekly Buddy Time. Out my uh, speaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. This is what you. This is the content that you're wanting. <laughs> this, this is, is the what you signed in for. for. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Um. I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh. Good. You know, it's uh, we are we are back on the hot mess express. Um, oh no! Yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at. Uh, I I don't know. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. We've been here before. We've been here and before, we will, and it, we'll, we'll be here again. Covered. This is just yes. the way that Devin's life moves. I did yes. take a minute while we were prepping at the beginning of the show to like clean off my desk and I feel a little bit better about that because like literally there was just piles of stuff that were like thrown where I usually record and I was just mm-hmm. like oh, you know yeah um yeah so it's a little bit better now but okay yeah yeah it's been a it's been a month I'm I'm uh stressed and worried and probably depressed and no. um you know <laughs> it's it's just it's one of those times it's not my it's not my best but it's uh mm-hmm. I'm here and I'm still kicking and mm-hmm. you know we'll we'll keep keep on jiving and um with any luck uh even if things don't turn out the way that I want them to uh hopefully my I will have a better idea of what I am doing with mm-hmm. uh, my kids in school and all of that, um, you know, in like another month, and yeah. then we'll, uh, you know, we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. I am. I am looking forward to fall break. That is happening mm-hmm. not this week, but next week. And um, my brother just got a. I think I may have already said this. I don't remember if I did or not. He just got a camper, like a. Oh, yeah. Pool. I don't know if you said it on air or not. But I, I don't remember now yeah. either. But, um, you know, like not an RV, but it's like a camper trailer, I guess. But it's like really big. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a huge truck, too. So it's just like I don't even mm-hmm. know how much space this place takes up. Um, mm-hmm. But he's been going all these places like, you know, state parks and Mammoth Cave and like all these places with his kids. Um, nice. And been having a great time. And so we are going to go with him uh, to Greenville, uh, our own hometown, and stay yes. in the RV and camp and as a family and uh, visit family who's still living there and visit some friends in that area. And then I'm going to, you know, do my best to try to make everybody go to like the state parks and the fossil museum and like all this <laughs> because, you know, I'm a dork. Um, and uh, yeah, so it should be, it should be a fun time. It'll be the longest that I have like stayed with my brother 
um, oh. in a while because mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the last time. It was probably like when we went, all went to my mom's for like Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were there for like, you know, a long weekend. And that was probably the last time that we were all like under the same roof for roof, roof, <laughs> roof for <laughs> any, um, an amount of time. And that has been a hot minute. Um, cause I think that Kess and Gabby were both really little. Uh, um, yeah. I want to say that was like the Thanksgiving right after we found out that mom had cancer and we all yeah. hung out there for like an extended weekend. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so this will be, it'll be an interesting experience to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I have a feeling we'll actually have a lot of fun. Um, yeah. My brother and I get along pretty well because especially if it's just me, um, mm-hmm. I tend to like revert to like laissez-faire, don't care, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Devin. And mm-hmm. um, revert. It, I thought that was your normal state. Well, like, you know, <laughs> whenever you're parenting, you have to be like in this, oh, this, right. this mode of like, I must yeah. organize all the things and do all the things and blah, 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 blah. And things must happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and schedules, routines. Blah, blah. But whenever I'm with my brother, even when the kids are there, I just tend to be like, eh, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll work out. Yeah. The kids, It'll be eh, fine. they brush their teeth, they brush their teeth. They don't, they don't. Eh, you know, yeah. like, um, yeah. okay. I just tend to like, not get as whatever like mm-hmm. partly because I think I would drive myself crazy if I was in that state of mind um mm-hmm. because my brother is just not like that um and also whenever you're visiting with family you know you just you're relaxing you're having a good time you, there's not rules like <laughs> you don't have to worry about the rules um so it'll be hopefully it'll be a lot of fun and relaxing yeah so, sounds like it yeah Anyway. That's probably my problem. I should probably relax more with family. That would, be, <laughs> that would be, that would probably be a better experience. Yeah. Hmm. It's, uh, I'm trying just not to, and also I'm, I'm taking a, a page out of your book about like mm-hmm. RV life and not planning things because, yes! um, I'm you. I want so badly to be like, well, what day are we going to do this? And what day are we going to do this? And I'm just like, Devin, just, <clears throat> just go and nope, just yeah. let it happen. And yeah. be like, hey, you want to go to Bay's Mountain? Hey, you want to go to David Crockett's birthplace? Yeah. You know, like, just decide the day you wake up and you go. It's like any of these things require yeah. reservations. Like, it's okay. No. Um, yeah. And you so. may wake up and be like, you know what? I just feel like sitting around today. Yeah. And you have that choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's tons to do even at the campground. They've got like a, um, they're going to have like a trick or treat at the campground. Um mm-hmm like the weekend that we're up there. So I was like, Oh, that's cute. So, yeah, yeah. you know, so, but note to self, I should probably get candy so that I can give y'all candy to trick or treaters. Yes. Other note to self need to get children, some type of costume they can wear for. Oh yes. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I, they've got all kinds of, I mean, they've got like backup costumes for days. So it's all good. Anyway, yeah. blah, 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 blah. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I am also um, stressed mm-hmm. this week, uh, but I don't think I'm many of those other things. So I'll okay. call that a win. I okay. Guess, All right. Mine's mostly stress. Yeah, just stress. But yeah, yeah. What are you drinking to uh, alleviate your stress? 
Oh, yes. So, um, I am drinking a cherry Moscato. Ooh. Yeah, it's all over winery, and it's actually 3% cherry juice. So, I was like... Wow, Healthy. That's yeah, yeah, right. That <laughs> you're getting, my... you're getting your juice in. Yes, yes. Uh, it says, um, I don't think I read this. So I don't know why, but I have really been in the mood for. I have been on a kick for white wine uh, okay. for a while now, and I don't know why because for the majority of my alcohol drinking life, I have always preferred red wine. Right, right. But for some weird reason, for the past year, I've been like, you know. White wine sounds really refreshing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so this was kind of like a, even though it's a Moscato, it was kind of like a rosé because I guess with all the cherry juice, it was pink and stuff. Yeah. But it says, perfect for pool days, best with a beach sunset, a favorite for any season or occasion. Ooh. Um, yeah, but it was really good. I liked it a lot. Uh, their motto is, Oliver Winery, where dreams take flight, hot air balloons too. So I'm guessing they do hot air balloon rides. Okay, okay. But they are in, um, um, I saw it a second ago. Where was it? Oh, Indiana. Bloomington, Indiana. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. But um, I like it. It's pretty, pretty good. Nice. It's slightly effervescent. <laughs> Lightly effervescent. Yes. That's, a, that's the name of my Cure cover band. <laughs> <laughs> just slightly, though. Yeah. Just slightly. Yeah. Um, well, drinking? nice. I am drinking um, a beer. Mm-hmm. I went to, well, so I went to a brewery and got some, well, Thomas went to a brewery and got some beer. And then mm-hmm. I went to uh, Three Rivers Market and got more beer. And mm-hmm. so now we have like tons of, of bespoke beers. So yes, this yes. one is from the Zool Beer Company, um, which mm-hmm. is a uh, brewery in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it is called... Azul? Zool? Uh, no, Zool. Uh, X-U-L oh. with little dots oh. over the U's. I could be saying oh. it wrong, actually. No, I think that's probably the right... Well, I'm guessing that's the right pronunciation. Yeah. I just hadn't heard of it. Yeah, it's... I think it's relatively new. Um, okay. And the beers. More breweries? I know. Well, I mean, it's the brewery capital of the world, I guess. That's true. Knoxville. Who knew? Yeah. Um, but the beer is called Auslander, and it's mm-hmm. an Oktoberfest-style beer, and it is quite good. Nice. Quite good. Nice. Yep. Zool. But uh, it's hashtag never settle, whatever, you know. Okay. Whatever that is. Anyway, but... Uh, it's okay. It's like, I like the beer. The beer is really good. Um, mm-hmm. Thomas was raving about the place. He had gone um, one night last week and was like, oh, this was the, just got such a great vibe and da 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 da. And um, I showed up and I was just like, eh. <laughs> um, I mean, it was cool. It has very, like, uh, you know, it's almost like a goth, gothy sort of vibe a bit. Um, yeah, because there's like skele- skulls and skeletons that are part like they're part of their like mascot or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a nice patio, um, you know, and there's they have a food truck where you can get food, but I tend to just me like it has mm-hmm. a very modern like the way like the the tables are all like modern you know and it has like modern 
whatever Muzak playing with like the, but it's like kind of like, you know, poppy, techno-y, whatever, mm-hmm. with a dark edge and like yeah. a slight industrial edge or whatever. But it's very, you know, it's, um, it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. And, but I just, it, it's very, there's, it's polished. It's, it's a very polished place, which is okay. not a bad thing. And mm-hmm. Yeehaw is the same, same pl- way. You okay, go to Yeehaw yep. Brewery, it's a very polished place. And mm-hmm. I, I don't do polished. <laughs> I guess this is not my thing. I, All right. I need, um, you know, a place that used maybe to be. curated. Say what? Is what you're, maybe curated. Maybe curated. Right. Yeah. Curated yeah. is probably good. It's a good, it's yeah. like everything fits together. Um, Instagram place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the people who, who, who go there tend to be, uh, you know, young professionals and their families and, um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, uh, at all, but it's just the places that I like to go are more like, you know, clinch over brewery where there's whatever coffee tables that are like, not coffee tables, but like picnic tables that are like 500 mm-hmm. different ones all put together. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it has this crazy history. It's got, you know, bad live music all the time. Um, and it's like, it's not bad. But you know what I mean? It's mediocre mm-hmm. live music. It's not like, you know, yeah, yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers are playing or anything. It's like, you know, right, right. Um, cover bands and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, but I just love the feel of a place like that. And um, and there are some places that like Thomas and I agree on. Obviously, that's one of them. And um Schultz Brow. We both like Schultz Brow because they're, it's a very like German themed place. When you mm-hmm. go there, it's like, it's like being in Germany. Um, and that's pretty cool. But we were supposed to, so, and you know this from being on the, the, uh, AFAB chat, <laughs> we yeah, were supposed yeah. to get together for drinks on Sunday. Um, and you know, everyone was like, or I think, I think Sarah had suggested, um, Shellsprout, and I was like, "Yeah, Shellsprout, sure, I love Shellsprout." And I got there, and it was like the Wiener Dog race, um, yes. and it was just like packed, you know, shoulder to shoulder, no place to sit, no place to order drinks, no place to do anything. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, no, I can't. <laughs> this is this is insanity. This is not gonna work." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't deal with that. Like the just being packed you know the crowd right exactly like I don't necessarily mind a crowded place but if there's not a place to even sit even if it's not my preferred place to sit like that's a problem yeah or or if I have to stand in line for a beer for like you know (laughs) more than a minute (laughs) yeah it's like that's also a problem so I I decided we should go to gypsy uh cider house or barrel house or whatever it is um which I had Gypsy Circus, I guess. Gypsy Circus Barrel House. Mm-hmm. And they're a cider company in town. And um, I had never been because, I don't know, I don't usually drink cider. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. they have other things there, it turns out. They have uh, they have a full bar and they have um, beer as well and food. And um, But it was so nice. It was like, you know, these little like picnic tables or whatever, just like out on a patio, uh, in the middle of North Knox. And, um, 
you know, some crazy mm-hmm. DJ do like throwing tunes <laughs> on the porch, which yeah. was hilarious. Some kid trying to, you know, like little toddler trying to play football with uh, everybody, which was hilarious. And, um, you know, and you go in, you get your beer, your your cider, whatever, and you come out and you just enjoy the day. It was like really mm-hmm. perfect. Um, nice. So that's that's much more my vibe. Like I need yes. I need to go to a place that is not um, not curated. <laughs> I need a non curated yeah. place, please. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's like probably- a very specific theme, like if yeah. it's a you know Boyd's Chicken Reel. Um, or a, uh, you know, or the other place I mentioned, um, uh, the Schultzbrow or whatever. Like if there's some type of theme um, or token game tavern, like I can get behind a theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but if it's, you know, just like, look at, look at us. If we're a posh bar, I'm like, uh, no. Uh. <laughs> yeah. nope. Not for me. I'm not, I don't care about your posh bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Man, Knoxville might be might be uh, going <laughs> the wrong way for you then. Yeah, I think it might be. It's just it's getting all like, um. So, oh, Hexagon's another place I love for the same reason. Like you go outside and it's just like gigantic um spool like things that used to have um like spools of uh, uh telephone cable or whatever, and they just yeah. put it on their side and they they're like, oh hey look, it's a table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I love this. This is perfect. Um, yeah. And it's always the same thing because it's a very like just sort of hodgepodge kind of, you mm-hmm. know, and we have good beer, you know. So mm-hmm. anyway, I don't know. This, this, I did not mean for this to be a rant on the places <laughs> that Devin likes to drink beer. That was not the purpose of this episode. But now I have ranted about it for almost 30 minutes. Um, so maybe that's going to be what the episode is. It's just me talking yep. about beer. <laughs> Free, free flowing. <laughs> That's what we do here. It's true. I don't know why I'm saying that. I don't even know how I got on the subject. Was I was just talking about the beer I was drinking, right? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yep. Uh. Anyhow. Tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's come back from that one. Mm. So I guess um, my plan was to talk about. Um, an experience that I had mm-hmm. um, last weekend. Weekend before. Weekend before I mean, last. No, maybe it was a weekend last yeah. weekend. Well, it wasn't this pa- most recent weekend, but it was the weekend before that. So mm-hmm. I guess it is the weekend before last, technically. Okay. Technically. Okay. Um, technically. technically. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so I got to go on something called a teacher escape weekend. Um at a place called Tremont Institute, which is in the Great mm-hmm. Smoky Mountains National Park. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, I didn't know what to expect. So I, it was just me come, going from my school. It's like, you know, it's for teachers, teacher escape. So it's teacher retreat. Um, mm-hmm. But they had sent out information to the staff um, at the very beginning of the year and was just like, Hey, anybody interested in doing this? And, you know, I looked at the description and, and I'd heard of Tremont before. And mm-hmm. it was like, you know, go and learn about nature and teaching. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like what I want to do. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yes, please. Um, and so I was able to go, but nobody else from my school went. So it was just me. And mm-hmm. 
since I didn't know what to expect and, you know, they have like camping or not camping, uh, packing, uh, suggestions of like, you know, bring a day pack, bring plenty of water, bring, you know, rain gear in case you, you know, water mm-hmm. shoot or whatever. And I'm just like, Oh my God, what have I signed up for? I don't know anything about all this stuff. I'm going <laughs> to go there and there are going to be all these people who know everything about nature. And I'm just going to be sitting there looking at people being like, Oh, Mm-hmm. Um, which was part of it. I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of everyone being like, yes, these are cypress trees. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> this looks like a tree to me. <laughs> I was like, now I, now I know what those are. Okay. I never, you know what? This is, I learned something today. Um, yeah. So I learned a lot of things. Uh, but it was really cool. So it started, I had to drive super early in the morning on Saturday because it started at 7.30. And um, the it's it's located like just outside of, why does this name always escape me? The town that is with the river that you float on. Um, Townsend, Townsend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I always forget about Townsend. Anyway, um, so it's like right outside of Townsend, um, but that's quite a ways from Knoxville. It's like an hour and 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, so I had to get up super early on Saturday and drive to this place in the middle of the mountains and um, got registered. Uh, they had breakfast, you know, like bagels or whatever, and you eat something mm-hmm. and, you know, register for your classes. Um and then you, you go through these different sessions. You also stay, they have a dormitory. So it's like a bunkhouse, essentially. It's like, you know, two giant rooms on either side, one side for men, one side for women, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and it's uh, bunk beds, just like rows and rows of bunk beds. <laughs> okay, yep. So it's like a real bunkhouse. Um, yeah. And so I had to, take my stuff in and get my bunk ready so that I had a place to sleep at night. Um, Mm. And then we went to these different learning sessions and the idea they were, they were trying to do basically, I think three things. They had like three major goals. Um, The first goal was to actually, um, you know, kind of give teachers some, best practices, tips, techniques, ideas, inspirations in and around uh, connecting their students to nature. And that was probably like mm-hmm. the most important. That's kind of like the whole point of the Institute. Like okay. the idea is that they're trying really hard to help, you know, educators in education in general uh, mm-hmm. connect students to nature and, and find ways to explore learning in that manner. Um And so every single thing that we attended, saw, experienced was like framed in such a way of like, well, how could you use this with your students? Or, you know, how could you, what would a student experiencing this, you know, Mm -hmm. however, whatever. So that was probably the main goal. Another secondary goal, which of course they are an institute and they have things that they sell. Um, Mm -hmm. And for them, most of what they sell are courses or, um, you know, experiences for students. And Mm -hmm. what usually what happens is that you 
bring your students to Tremont to experience a few classes. So it might be like a half day experience, a whole day experience, an overnight experience, but you bring a group to the place and they basically do the same thing that we did essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And so part of it was teachers who knew or wanted to or interested in potentially bringing students to Tremont, getting, letting them experience this, letting them ask questions about it and letting them like be prepared so that they're not just flying in blind when they bring in their students and they're not just learning everything at the same time. <laughs> it's like, yeah. now I, I know the lay of the land. I know where you're going to go to do this and that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was the other part of it. Um, and then another part of it was just letting teachers come and have a space to just like relax in the mountains and connect and share ideas and, you know, mm-hmm. um, enjoy nature themselves and refresh and recharge. So, Mm-hmm. So those were kind of the major goals. It started okay. off with um, like whole group or, you know, like the entire um, population of people who've come, all the students going mm-hmm. through some basic sessions about their, um, their techniques. Like they have a very specific way that they organize lessons mm-hmm. um, at Tremont. And so they have an invitation piece where they invite a learner into an idea or a concept or, you know, an experience. Then there's the exploration piece where the student gets hands-on with whatever it is that they're learning. So they get a chance to actually do the thing. And in nature, that that, that can be so many different things. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's the reflection piece. So it's like after you've been invited to do the learning and after you've done you know, experienced the learning, uh, let's reflect on what you actually learned from doing that exploration. Um, and so I really liked that because it was very simple (laughs) and Mm -hmm. it ties in really neatly with a lot of this, the stuff that I do with Montessori, because Mm -hmm. instead of just, um, you know, let's do this three period lesson, I'm going to tell you about what these things are and these three part cards, and then you're going to, repeat them and then we'll do that again like this was a framework I could put over the top of that that would allow for a deeper meaning um Mm -hmm. and so I really liked that that was something I could like easily draw from so that was kind of like our first set of things was to go Mm -hmm. through those experiences and the way that they did that was well first of all they gave us the history of the land that we were on Mm -hmm which mm-hmm. was, of course, me being the nerd that I am, loved that. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and so they went, you know, they, they kind of started in the present day, the history of Tremont, the history of like the, the social um, services, uh, job corps place that used to be there that was, huh, surprise, surprise, originally built by the CCC. <laughs> um, no way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So it got all goes back to the civilian mm-hmm. conservation court. Anyway. Yep. Um, and then, but then before that, like what, that was after the national park, right. Had come mm-hmm. into be. So, you know, what was the family that had lived there prior to that? What was their life like? And then prior to the family coming there, who was there before? Well, the Cherokee, you know? And so it was mm-hmm. like a beautiful retrospective. Like as soon as we were sitting down in the space to like really, take in what 
the history of that land, that specific land that we were sitting on was. Um, mm. And that was super cool. So I really love that. And then um, we did a few different exercises. We connected uh, with a memory of a tree. So we had to have like, we all brought a memory of a tree to the space. And yeah. then we talked about it with our neighbor. Um, and then after that, they had us pair up and we had to blindfold our partner and then take our partner out someplace on the property mm -hmm. and then have them meet a tree. And so you would okay. guide your blindfolded partner to a tree and they would like feel the tree. <laughs> Mm -hmm. okay. And then you would take them away from the tree and turn them around a few times and then unblindfold them and then have them go find their tree. And oh, then that's neat. after they found their tree, then they did it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so huh. it was like, it seemed like such a ridiculous thing when they were describing it, but it was like mm -hmm. super cool. Um, yeah. And I found my tree and I could, you I did. could go and find it again. Like I know exactly where it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it, um, that's, it was just kind of funny. It's like, I will always know where this tree is. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and then we did some work with like timelines and thinking about, um, you know, different ways you could organize things through time. Mm -hmm. And we had some um, hands-on experiences with that. We did it with leaves and then we were able to go out and like pick something that we wanted to organize. Um, and then we got to talk about that. And, and that was like how to create a timeline was like the, you know, academic goal, it, which, yeah. which you would give to a kid. But it was also cool to do it because mm -hmm. in my, my, you know, not knowing much about nature, I'm going out and I'm like taking pictures of these te of these trees that had, mm -hmm. that were like in different states of decomposition. Um, mm -hmm. Like they'd fallen over and then, you know, they were like, they'd been a log there for a while and then they're mm -hmm. like starting oh, to okay. disintegrate and then they're like nothing but a stump, right? Yeah. And when I was doing that, I had real, I had never, I don't know why, I don't know why, I never had noticed that Apparently, whenever a tree dies and it falls over, um, mm -hmm. that goes through a process of like losing its bark. And like, okay. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But I just never thought about that before. And <laughs> so I was like, okay, so no bark. Got it. Um, mm -hmm. And then after that, we were able to do, we were able to pick like certain workshops that we wanted to do. And they were smaller versions of workshops that they do with the kids. So they were basically mm -hmm. giving us a taste of some of the offerings that they do um, with children when they come there. Mm -hmm. But they tailored it for us as instructors to think about, well, how could we use this material? And also, you know, what can we take away from this? Or how could we set this up if we were here with students helping them do this activity? Yeah. And so my two that I picked were to go uh, hunt down salamanders. So <laughs> we went to like this uh, kind of dry, not dry creek bed, because it was still a little like damp, obviously, because there's salamanders in it. But it wasn't yeah. like a running creek. It was like a trickly creek, <laughs> you know, like, okay, it was just puddles, basically, or a marshy creek. I don't know. But it, it was it was wet, but not 
like it, there was not running water at all. Um, yeah. And we like looked under rocks and stuff and we all caught a salamander and then we got to bring it back to our little meeting place and like, you know, observe the salamander and write, mm-hmm. do a journal entry about the salamander. And, uh, and then we had to identify the salamander, you know, based on criteria that they were, that they had there. Um, yeah. and so that was a lot of fun cause it was cool to play with salamanders, of course. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we did the next one that I picked was wilderness navigation. <laughs> okay. And so we learned about, you know, maps and I mean, a lot of it is stuff that I already knew. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, using a compass, uh, using a map to find different things. And there was like a scavenger hunt that they would have us do um, mm-hmm. to like find different places around the Institute campus using this map. Um, and so that was cool. And the funniest part of that though, was that I had drawn the first activity they have you do, or they invite you to do is to draw a map of the campus based on just like memory. And of course I had just Uh, gotten there. And so I was just like, you know, I I was like writing things on the map that was like, tree place here uh some type of building over here you know because I had no idea what anything was called and um and it was just it was you know I was just I was not putting any effort into it it was just like you know a very sketched out map and then uh the instructor said something like so what you've what you've drawn here is a map of yourself and I was like oh hell no Um, I don't even know if he ever finished that idea because I just, I just said, oh no, super loud and everybody laughed. And I think we just got derailed because I was just like, uh, um, so I don't really, if he had said, I don't remember what what it was about by myself. I was just like, uh, well, that's, I think the idea was that like what you notice or what you Uh like, you, you are what you notice basically. Uh Um, and so think about how, you know, what did you notice? Where did you start? You know, um, and stuff like that. And I was like, uh, I'm just all over the place. I guess that's true. (laughs) Um, but, and then we had like the, the meals that they serve. So they have like a, um, it's not, I don't know if I could say call it a cafeteria, but it's like a food area <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it's okay i guess it's kind of like a cafeteria but they have um they do the meals that they serve there are very interesting because what they do is you have these tables um that are kind of like cafeteria tables in a school where you sit down with like you know i don't know there's a place for 14 people to sit down or whatever at a table yeah and yeah. but they you know set out the dishes um, there's pitchers of water you can bring to the table and then they serve everything family style. So there's like a serving for at each table that you then pass around. Mm-hmm. But before they do anything like that, they have a quote that they share and then they have a moment of silence so that everybody can just like reflect or if, you know, if they're the praying kind, they can pray. But like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like a moment of silence and then you all like truly share 
a meal together in like this breaking bread, sitting down at the table, you know, kind of way. Um, And so just the ritual of it was really sweet to me, you know, because Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like kids don't get that a lot. And even at home, even whenever parents like myself have the best of intentions, it just doesn't always happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they certainly don't get it at school because if they're at a public school, they're like, Russian, you know, grab your tray, sit down, eat as fast as you can, and then get back to class. And if they're at um, a Montessori school, they're still, you know, get your stuff, sit down, eat as fast as you can. Um, And, uh, you know, but there's not like a, let's all get ready for food. Let's all sit down. Let's all take a minute. And then let's all start eating at the same time. Like, there's nothing like that. Um, And so I just thought that was, I don't know. It just, it touched me. I was like, I was moved by yeah. it. I had a moved nice. experience. Yes. Um, so could, is that what you, could you, could you implement that into your dinner routine at home? Right, exactly. Like, yeah. I think that that would be a great thing to do. Um, yeah. Because it would be nice. I mean, it's definitely what I re- would love to happen. Like, let's sit down yeah. and have a quote and let's, you know, share food and break that bread together and like do this whole thing that, but I don't know. I had to get my kids out of their screens for five minutes first. That's true. <laughs> um, they're getting better about that, though. But that's a whole other thing. Anyhow. Um, let's see here. Hold on one second. I have a information about kids going to bed. So I've got that. I had okay. to look at that really fast. Anyway. Yes. Um, and so then after that, um, we had some free time. Oh, wait, no. Sorry. Before that, uh, before, because we had lunch, we had the sessions, and then we had uh, dinner. So before we had our sitting down meal, I made a mistake. Um, I had gone <laughs> to, like, I had had a long conversation with a teacher about best practices, which was good. And then I wanted to go to the gift shop to buy something. Um, mm-hmm. And it was the only time it was going to be open while I was there. So I went to the gift shop. And then after that, I was like, well, there's this this trail that, you know, goes back behind the Institute. And there's supposed to be a beautiful waterfall in this trail. Um, so I'm just going to go hike it. <laughs> <laughs> and I had like, I think 30 minutes until dinner started and I was like I don't Mm -hmm. know if I can do it in 30 minutes and I was like well you know I'll try it I mean and I was like debating it out loud and there was another person beside me and they're like no go on the trail you know dinner starts at six but it'll still be there just go on the trail I was like okay whoever (laughs) that person was who like egged me on I don't know anyway the the trail is called Spruce Flat Falls and um and it's not just open to people who go to Tremont it's like you know, it's the trailhead is in a public area, so people can come and park there at the at the uh, gift store or the visitor center, and and go up this way and and hike. So there were other people who were not teachers who were hiking this trail, yeah. um, and it, it, the first thing that I noticed was that I was going straight up, and uh, oh. <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, okay. Uh-huh. 
harder than, you know, because it's only yeah. round trip. I think it was maybe two miles, maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe 1.8. Like it was not, it, it was not a very long trail. Um, mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, well, this won't be hard. <laughs> yeah. Famous last words. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, of course, you're going like pretty much straight up the mountain for yeah. most of it. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, this is harder than I thought. Okay. No, it's all right. We're good. <laughs> so I just kept like going, going, and I kept waiting for it to like <laughs> not be so hard. Um, oh, no. And it kept not. It kept continuing to be just as hard as it was before. Um, and so there were like roots and there were like uh, branches and huge boulders and all these things I had to climb over. Oh, my goodness. And um, the, the most hilarious thing was there was this place where there were these like huge boulders that you could climb over if you were like a rock climber maybe. Um, yeah. But it, they understood that most people weren't. So on the side that's like, you know, because one side of it is of course straight down the mountain. So if you fall, like you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're dead. You're just going to fall down the mountain. Um, mm -hmm. And so on the side that's like going straight down the mountain, there's like this, this rough hewn, um, log that has specific, like has been stair-stepped, you know, mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. yes. this like, um, railing question mark made <laughs> out of, uh, like maybe some type of like, uh, you know, like bridge cable, I guess. And, yeah. um, like rough wood. <laughs> And so the idea was that you were like holding on sort of to this, <laughs> to this, uh, handrail of that looked like it was about to fall off, you know, uh, while you're going on this rough hewn log as uh -huh. slowly as you can on the side of the mountain. And I was just like, I, what in the world have I done? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, I don't know how you would know. I guess, was there any information about the... <laughs> I mean, I guess I could have I could have looked it up and it probably would have told me something. But yeah. um, but on the website, on the Great, uh, Smoky Mountains, Great Smoky Mountains website, it was like, this was an easy trail. And I was like, oh. I do not think... This is, I, well, I would like to, to argue. <laughs> I do not think this is an easy trail. I don't know who... <coughs> definition yeah. of easy this is um and there were other places where afterwards when I looked at it I was like oh and there were people who were like this is a very difficult trail <laughs> like, yeah. yeah okay oops um anyway but it was beautiful it was absolutely beautiful there was a place where you got to like the summit or whatever and you could see you know the mountains all around you in the sunset and it was just beautiful um, and the waterfall itself was gorgeous. You could get right up to it. Um, mm -hmm. if I'd had time, I would have just like jumped in the water. Um, mm -hmm. but so that was absolutely worth it. Um, so I'm glad I did it, but it was very, very hard. And <laughs> I was rushing to get back cause I was afraid. Cause you know, by the time I got to the waterfall, it was six o'clock. And yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to get back in time to eat. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I was like running back almost. And uh, and I was just like drenched in sweat and like looked like I don't know what whenever I came in there. And I'm like, is there any mm -hmm. food left? 
And thankfully there was. Everything was fine. But Good. Yeah, looking at um, all trails, it says moderate, but the thing is, is that's a very wide range on all trails. But um, it does say dogs aren't allowed on this trail. So anytime it says that, it doesn't always mean this, I'm sure. But usually that means there's some sort of uh, scrambling or some kind of crazy ladder that, you know, dogs can't really right. maneuver. So um, regardless of the rating, if, if it ever says dogs aren't allowed on this trail, then that's a warning sign. Okay, that's good to know. I'm going to keep yeah, that in mind. Terrain. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was a, uh, Devon's might not be allowed on this trail either. <laughs> right, yeah. Dogs are Devon's. Yeah. Not allowed. It was, a. Uh, it was very uh, rough. Anyway, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. But it was still a great experience. I got something to eat. And then for the evening, um, they had like sort of a, like a vendor set up where people, not like where people were selling this, but people were like demonstrating things. And Mm -hmm. so there was a lady who was like demonstrating how to um, spin uh, yarn out of like llama wool um, Mm -hmm. with like a hand spinner. And so we got a chance to do that and make a little bracelet and that was cool. And then there was a, you had an option to like go socialize, which I was not going to do. Um, or <laughs> you could go to like, they had these, these different places. They called them like one was called the council house and the other was called the friendship circle. And they mm-hmm. were built like, um, uh, they were like round sort of, um tiered seating so it was mm-hmm. like you had almost like wooden bleachers in a in a circle yeah and in the center there was a fire pit and there was a covering on the top but there was a hole in the center so the smoke could go through um and both of these places were constructed that way and they were really pretty um so we went to one of those places and mm-hmm. there was a lady who was doing bluegrass um but she was also kind of showing us the sort of show she would give children because um, she works at the Blunt County Library, I guess. And so she was showing mm-hmm. us like what a program for children would look like. And, yeah. but it was so much fun because um, we got to, I got to play the washboard, which I was very excited about. And there was another lady who was learning how to play the saw and there were, it was just it was it was good and we i got to bring beer to that so that was also a plus nice um and then after that it was like 10 o'clock so it's like bedtime and then waking up early in the morning and uh i had another one more session the next day which was um art it was like reflection and art in nature basically mm-hmm. and so for that we went up to the uh, to a valley that ha- was right next to a graveyard, an old graveyard mm-hmm. there, and mm-hmm. we learned a little bit more about the history of the valley, which I'll go to go to here in a minute because that's also very okay. interesting. Um, and then we like made art out of whatever you could find in the forest. You would just like they just let us go to our own different places you'd find a spot and then you would just like you know i use little like white wood chips to make like a wolf howling at the moon and oh cool other people would like you know do you know different colors or you know different patterns or whatever uh and then we went around looking at each other's art and it was really cool (laughs) 
yeah. So it's like, that sounds fun. yeah, it was, it was just, and then that was pretty much it. After that, we, you know, kind of shared our key takeaways and, um, went about, went back to our, to our daily lives, but it was just, the whole experience was just really awesome because it just made me think about what possibilities you have, you know, as a teacher, there's so many different ways to do things. And it's so easy to get caught up in, um, you know, getting stuck in one way of doing things. Mm -hmm. And it was just a nice reminder that, you know, there are other things, there are other ways to, uh, to inspire. And, um, you know, and, and I'm very lucky working where I do at the school that I do because we have a beautiful garden and we have so much time, we spend so much time outside and mm-hmm. like, that's the, that's like the culture of the school. Um, yeah. and you know, so many schools don't get that. Like they have to, teachers who want to have that connection with nature have to really fight for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it was just kind of an eye-opening experience to be like, oh, I'm very fortunate in that I don't have to worry about that, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to talk a little bit before we close today about the history of Tremont, um, also known as Walker Valley. It used to be Walker Valley. <laughs> okay. Because the the first uh, white person to like basically settle in the area was named Will Walker. Mm-hmm. And he was a very interesting person. <laughs> okay. Why is that? Uh, so he moved to the Valley with his wife, um, Nancy. And they mm-hmm. were like, we're going to build our homes here and stuff. And so they, you know, built, uh, a cabin and you know they had children and they you know loved the area fell in love with it and then um i'm trying to remember exactly when it was but at some point around the time of the civil war mm-hmm. um nancy and will decided that will should ha- bring should have another wife uh oh. <laughs> Um, she said, I'm tired of dealing with you. (laughs) Um, so they went and found, um, a midwife, uh, Mary Ann Moore brought her to the, uh, (laughs) to the Walker household, Mm -hmm. built her her own cabin and then she started having kids. And so she had (laughs) several children. Um, and like Nancy was the midwife to many of her kids when they were born. I mean, they were in this valley all by themselves, right? Yeah. So they took care of each other. Um, and then, you know, several years later, they added a third wife. So, yeah, um, Mary Maul Stinnett came and became, um, part of the family. And it was really interesting because um, I think it was Stinnett. Yeah. Um, her brother was like really worried. It was like, what kind of cult are you joining? You know? So he like mm-hmm. came to the Valley with this intention of like 
bringing her back home. And uh, he liked Will Walker so much and liked the valley so much. He just stayed and <laughs> lived there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I have no idea. Is a good reason? Yeah. It, uh, by many counts, uh, Will Walker had 27 children by these oh my three, three women. So they built... That's still a lot of children. Yeah. They built their They've own been school. Divided by three. They mm-hmm. built their own school. They built um, a place to house people who were in the school. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it was, and they they lived, the family lived there for several, well, I wouldn't say for several generations, but they lived there for a while. And then when um, Will died, I think he had it in his will that, the remaining bit of land that they had held on to um, would go to uh, four of the daughter, four of the younger daughters of somebody else if they would take care of his first wife until she died. Um, And then after that happened, they sold off to like the logging companies. And that was when uh, Townsend became such a famous place because it was like the slumber company area mm-hmm. um and so there was a lot of that which continued until the national park happened so okay yeah and then one of the graves so one of the children of the of i think the children's children so like a grandchild um mm-hmm. was named vanny cook she was mm-hmm. 10 years old and um <coughs> She had a tragic death because her dad had a feud with a neighboring um, person, like, mm-hmm. on the other side of the ridge or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, based on hunting dogs getting shot or whatever. And mm-hmm. so Vanny's dad decided he was going to try to burn down the the neighbor's house. And the fire went the wrong way and burnt. Oh, no. It, like, jumped into the canopy of the forest. And then... Uh-huh. Um, Vanny was there like helping her dad watch the fire and like a big limb fell down on her and killed her. Um, wow. Yeah. Chances? And so some karma right there. Exactly. Um, and so her grave is in that little graveyard that we went to. And so it was just yeah. like, oh my God, this is so crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so there's like oh. so much history for this tiny little area. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like it. Um, anyway. So if anyone wants to read more about uh, Walker Valley, there is a book called A Home in Walker Valley, The Story of Tremont, which is by a man named Jeremy Lloyd. And okay. that I bought a copy of it because I wanted to know more. Yes, yes. <laughs> there might be a link to it in, sh- in show notes. I don't know. This is one of those types of books that you like only find at like, <laughs> yeah, like it's it's copyright the Great Smoky Mountain Association. So like, you know, <laughs> they probably printed it. Yeah, it is published factory. by them. So I, I don't yeah. know if you can get this anywhere else, but I will, I will attempt to link it in mm-hmm. show notes because it is a fun read to just be like, now how many wives do you have? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my experience. That was my, that was my weekend. It was good. Nice. That is a lot to cram into a weekend. Yeah, it wasn't even a whole weekend. It was like a day and a half. (laughs) Yeah. 
So it was 55 minutes of content right there. (laughs) That's right. Minus the uh, rant about uh, beer. Okay. Curated Paris. So truly, it's only like 20 minutes of content. It's yeah, fun. yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Anyone, any teachers out there thinking of looking for some type of escape or cool thing to do, uh, look up the teacher escape at Tremont. They do it every fall. So. Yeah. And they have several sessions. So, if, you know, if you miss, you can't do one, there's like another session to go to. Mm-hmm. I'll link that in share notes too. <laughs> okay. Sounds lovely. All right. Well, that's all I got. Do you have anything? <laughs> I feel like I've just nope. talked your ear off this entire time. That's okay. I'm on autopilot this week. So you, okay. you got this. Yep. I'm good. All right. Well, I believe you. <laughs> all right. Well, I love you, Stacey. I love you too. And we'll talk next week about how our Septembers were. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, postage is <laughs> a little late, but that's okay. We had other stuff going. That's on. all right. There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot happening. I'm and not ready. I'm. It's like you know, three days in October. I'm not ready for September to be yet over yet. No. That's fine. No. Not at all. Anyway. All right. Yep. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho